Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host Silwan. Great to be with you today. Got a question for you. So, you think you have faith, do you? <laughs> well, let me tell you about Doc Brown and his faith. Doc Brown is our chiropractor. Tall and skinny and going strong in his mid-90s. I think he's around 96. Three days a week, he comes into work. Working on whoever shows up. Full of stories. It's in World War II. 19 years old. And he went off to serve in World War II. Now, while he was waiting for his orders after he joined the military, he was working in a factory. Because that's what they did back then. They didn't sit around. They worked. In this factory, had some friends in there. He's a young man thinking about what young man will think about. And he asked a friend, he goes, hey, you know any good-looking girls who work up front? Well, his friend said, well, it just so happens I do. And so he went up front with his friend where there were some girls. And he saw a young lady named Elva. Well, Jim saw Elva, and he knew that was the girl that he wanted to talk to. So he walked up to her, put out his hand, and said, My name is Jim Brown. I'm going to get to know you. <laughs> now, how do I know that? Because my wife was seeing Doc Brown the other day, and they were talking, and it came up about his wife, and my wife wanted to know how they met, and Jim told her that story. It also came up how she had died. She's been dead for some time now. It was cancer. When Doc Brown talks about it, he gets a little angry because he blamed the doctors. Said they had made some mistakes. They hadn't found it soon enough. They hadn't done the right things. And that was one of the reasons that now for so many years, he's lived alone. Now, I had never really talked to him about it. And I know my wife sort of knew a little bit, but hadn't really talked to him a lot about it. And think for a lot of reasons, you know, the times that we're in now and the relationship that she has with Doc Brown. She's been going there for years. I mean, since she was a little girl, she had a question to ask him. It's a hard question to ask. You see, Doc Brown, if you knew him, you can't see him. You can't go to an appointment with him without him telling you how much God can do, how God can do anything how we need to pray more, how we need to have deeper faith. He's got gospel music playing over the speakers. He's got religious tracks sitting on the table. There's a Bible. He is not afraid to talk about his faith to anyone. Yet, as my wife saw him there getting angry about his wife dying, he had to ask. He said, Doc Brown. She said, you know, you've got all this faith that God can do anything. How did you feel when your wife died? Now, 
Doc Brown got like Doc Brown can get. He got very serious. And he looked at her and he said, I was mad. I was fuming mad. Told God, you did me wrong. At one point, he's, he's talking out loud and he's telling God how angry he is. And he tells my wife that I, I looked up at, in heaven and I said to God, I'm not going to tell anyone about you anymore. I'm not going to sh- share your gospel. You did me wrong. And then in that moment, he said he heard a voice as clearly as he was talking to my wife then. And the voice said to him, I let her die to test your faith. Chew on that for a second, listener. (laughs) Friend, I let her die to test your faith. Now I'm going to go back to what I asked at the beginning of this little story. So you think you've got faith? How strong is your faith? You hear something like that. You hear Doc Brown talking about his faith and what he went through and how he felt and what he heard. Makes a verse like Romans 8.28 have a little bit more meaning, don't it? Makes you think. What's that say in Romans 8.28? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Think about that. Think about what that verse means. That's an easy verse to believe, and we have grand plans, and God's going to do good things in our lives, and he's going to give me all of this. That's easy to believe. Oh, God is like a little Santa, and he's bringing me all these good things. But when you got to look at pain in your life, and you ask yourself, is God there? Does he care? Why didn't he do something? He had to know that doctor was making a mistake. Why didn't he enlighten him so my wife would still be alive or whatever you're in an accident you get sick somebody dies of a heart attack then all of a sudden that verse is hard because you're asking yourself where's the purpose i let her die to test your faith if anyone tells you that faith isn't hard you are crazy it's the hardest thing in the world sometimes We are but a speck in time in the universe. What do we know? How far can we see? Does our faith reflect it or do we want to be gods? Do we want things to be our way? And if they're not, all of a sudden we don't believe. And then if things are going good, we believe. But that ain't faith. Faith is knowing that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Now, they don't make him like Doc Brown anymore. I saw him this last winter at 95, where his house is. It's a, there's a sidewalk, and then it's a really steep kind of incline, you know, the kind of grass you got to cut with your lawnmower upside down. And you walk up these steep steps, and then you get to his house. And it was the middle of the winter, And he was out there on his hands and knees, chiseling ice off the steps. 95. With a little hat on, old old school, like winter hat with the flaps. And then when he was done, he walks up those steps and he goes into the little house that's his office. It says, James Brown, 
chiropractor to work on people like he'd been doing for, Lord, 60 years probably. You know, when you meet somebody like him, and there's still some of them left out there, lean in, lean in, listen to him. Hold on so you never forget what you've learned from these people at a time that you got up and you worked. And you knew that no matter how much you loved God and no matter how much faith you had, bad things could happen. And that it was okay to cry out to God and to scream to God and to ask why. You know, to me, that's kind of like a little psalm. That's kind of like King David. You read the psalms, it's filled with episodes like Dr. Brown agonizing, wondering where God was when his wife died. And that's prayer. It's not what you see on a TV evangelist show. Wow, God's going to make you rich and put baubles on your wrist. That ain't real. It's what you read in the Psalms. It's that anguish down on your knees, wondering where are you? I've been abandoned. But I think what's interesting with that story If you think back to my series on prayer I did a few weeks ago, in the very beginning, one of the things I talk about as we were reading through beginning to pray and talking about it was that sometimes to truly have faith, to follow God where we need to go, we got to be empty. We have to be empty. And then we allow God to fill us with his grace and his love. And maybe that was his purpose for Doc Brown. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I do know this. We're all going to die. Someone dying is not a reason to lose your faith. It's not a surprise. It hurts. It hurts. It's sad. Sometimes it can be inexplicable, unexplainable. It's going to happen. You know, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, we're all dead. And it don't matter how it happens. It's, it's a horror. It's, it's a suffering. It's something to despair over. It could be a heart attack. It could be a stroke. It could be a little child who's abused. It could be a car wreck. But it's going to happen. It's, it's no reason to lose your faith. But maybe it's a reason to deepen your faith. Maybe it's a reason to look into the abyss and to cry out and to empty yourself and to understand that it's in moments like that just when we think we're losing our faith, that we actually find it. Just like Dr. Brown. So search out your Dr. Browns, my friends. Go visit them, wherever they are. Lean in. Listen. And hold on so you never forget what you've learned. My name is Jim Brown, and I'm going to get to know you. Oh, yeah. So until next time, my friends, I want you to aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter, just like our friend, the good Dr. James Brown. Until next time, I'm your host, Siloan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. 
Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.